Welcome to Fast Lane with Sarah Jane, a podcast for women who are on the move, managing life and family. Your host, Sarah Jane, is building a tribe and talking about the things that affect the daily lives of moms. You can expect real conversations about managing chaos, finding ways to take care of mind and body, and stepping outside your comfort zone on the way to living your best life. Hold on for a wild ride. Now, let's get started. Happy Thursday. You are in the fast lane with Sarah Jane. And today I have a fellow chiropractor on with me. And I do love talking to the chiropractors because I think that people do not get any type of education or information about a chiropractor unless you walk into a chiropractor's office. So this way you get to learn a little bit about our profession, what we do, uh, why we do it and how we do it. So welcome Dr. Stacy Bloom from Indiana. Thank you. Hey, I think the other cool thing too about talking to other chiropractors, um, when you and I get to talk, we live in our own little world, like, and we understand each other's world so well. So it's almost like we can welcome new people into our world or give them a little glimpse at how we think normal might not be normal to them, but introduce them to little bits and pieces along the way. That is a good point. Very good point. So Dr. Stacy actually works with her husband in Indiana. Mm -hmm. So this you know, I say this a lot that when we do, since I do this job, I take it seriously in the fact where I practice what I preach. Now, I kind of shed off what I do to my husband. He does nothing near the chiropractic field. But how is it for you to be married to another chiropractor? Does that make it a lot easier or more difficult to live this lifestyle? More oh, pressure or not so much? Easy, easier for sure. Um, and the interesting thing when Nate and I met is we, we met over business principles. We met over business conferences and we used to travel and speak and talk to other people in, in business professions, essentially. And we realized early on that we each had very different strengths, um, which when you find that match person and then all of this, you feel like most of the things you need to do, one of you has a strength for if the other one doesn't but it works that way personally too. So while I am excellent at helping clients with, you know, what nutritional supplements or what room, what meals do you pack for your kids? He's the one that actually is at home putting the supplements in the little cup beside <laughs> my breakfast. So I actually take them. So it's a really good balance. And I would not, I would not be where I am in my practice, but certainly as diligent in my personal life with my health habits um, without him. So it's, it makes it so much easier in my mind. And, and I think that it works that way too for clients. If I'm sending home someone home with a new nutritional program, like let's say they're working toward paleo or they're working toward keto, or they're working forward whole 30, whatever it is, if they're the only one in the family doing it, it's hard. Mm -hmm. But if everyone in the house, or at least their spouse is doing it with them so much more easy because of the support system that they have, but because of the routines that are created as well. So I think it's, easier on all fronts. So what do you do for, cause I get this question a lot and I would like to know uh -huh. what you do. So when you are craving, um, maybe not necessarily junk food, but like, um, sweets and stuff like that, what is your okay. go-to? Are you, are you ever going to get cold stone ice cream? Is that off the list? Is it moderation is best? Uh, Where are you at on that? 
you know what? It, it happens so rarely. Like I, I know that I am gluten sensitive. Like if I were to have a Jimmy John sandwich, my knees would kill me for three days. It's like my towel is when I've eaten something I shouldn't. So there are certain indulgences we will have, but it's on a very rare special occasion, which makes them special. Um, and then we just don't keep anything like that in the house. Like we're just really good with what we have in the house. I am the one at the end of the workday who tidies up the desk and makes sure that all of the boxes have been checked while my husband runs home and gets dinner ready. So I also have that as help for me because he loves to cook. Um, so like over the weekend, he made a roast, which is always better, like a day or two later, um, we made some chili. So he's always preparing in one step ahead, which helps make, you know, we don't at the last minute wonder what's for dinner. Mm -hmm. I do the shopping, I get whatever he gives me on the list and then he makes sure he's preparing the food. So that, that makes it easy to not go for those splurges more often. Um, but they happen. I mean, we everything in moderation to a certain extent, because if you, I think if you try to tell yourself, you absolutely can never have something that makes you want it that much more. And people tend to go the wrong direction with it, but it depends on personality style. I have, um, I have one particular employee who does all carnivore and she's eaten all carnivore for two years. And it's just 100% of the time. That's what she does. So it depends on the personality style. I think a lot too. So, well, so how about your kids? So when they're at school or daycare yeah. or whatever, um, yep. how stressful is that for you? Because obviously there's, they're not as particular at, at eating. Trips. Well, they, um, they are sent their, their lunches. So they, every single day, they never eat school lunch. And my daughter goes to a Montessori, which I mean, even when the family sends snacks, like I, one week is my snack week. Um, the parents are told all gluten-free, all dairy-free, all fruits and vegetables. Okay. So we, we have made the decision to strategically place them in situations that make those habits normal, mm-hmm. like that, like that situation. Cause so. I find it difficult. Cause it seems like everywhere that kids are like, even at church, you come mm-hmm. up for the sermon, the kid's sermon mm-hmm. and you get candy. And mm-hmm. I like, I get it. And I think that it is such a nice gesture, but it about right. makes me want to jump out of my skin because right. I think you guys, you want to have Sunday school and you want the kids to listen, but then we're uh-huh. shoving them full of yeah. this. Yeah. My daughter has a sticker on her back at Sunday school that says no snack. <laughs> like really? she just, uh-huh. like they, they put a number and a name on there. So, and it's, it's a larger church so that they can get a hold of us if they need to get a hold of us. But on her sticker, on her jacket, it has her name and it says no snack. Hmm. Mm-hmm. See, and it's funny because no one, I shouldn't say no one, but there's so few people that do things like I do that. I, know. I don't I know, know if I, I'm not one that needs reassurance on everything, but it just, yeah. I I feel so much more normal. Like, see, I'm not crazy. <laughs> see, I'm not the only one. I'm not the crazy one. Um, or we send snacks with them. Like when, so my, I have two stepsons, they're nine and 11. And I've been, I've been in their lives for a very long time. And so when they were really little and just starting to go to their first birthday parties, It'd be like, okay, great pizza party, which meant I was making a homemade pizza at home to send with him to the party mm-hmm. so that he could still have pizza and enjoy with the rest of his friends, but not come home sick and with a tummy ache and eating things that didn't contribute to his health and well-being. Um, cupcakes, gluten-free cupcake day at our house when they're going to a birthday party too. So mm-hmm. we strategically plan ahead and it, it takes some extra effort and some extra time, but in my mind, it's so worth it mm-hmm. because, you know, even my daughter she's three. She'd be like, mama, 
um, that healthy snack, is that healthy snack? Mm -hmm. Or the boys, when they were younger, they would pass McDonald's and they'd be like, why are people eating chemicals? And so that was just, that was to them abnormal. Like they're, yeah. they to this day have never eaten fast food. They've never had McDonald's. That's just not, that's just not part of our rhythm and part of our habit. Mm -hmm. And so we do the best we can. And it's a really hard thing to surround them with other families and other kids who think the same way, because you, you have to cherry pick and handpick to make that happen, but mm -hmm. you can't keep them from living their life. So we just strategically create, you know, homemade pizzas that they send to birthday parties and plan ahead and pack all the things. And then suddenly the other parents will start to ask you questions. Oh, you know, what, what did you make your pizza from? Or, oh, I didn't know there was even a gluten-free cake box at the grocery store next to the regular one. Or why, why is gluten-free important? Or, um, and then that leads to the, to the even bigger questions, you know, about what we do and why we live a lifestyle that's very different from the others about why, why my daughter knows how to get the chair to the fridge and get her own probiotics out every morning. And it's just, that's our normal. And, and I think every family needs to feel empowered that they can create their normal regardless mm -hmm. of what's going on around them. And just because it's different doesn't mean it's not their normal. Everybody's, everybody's normal can be different and it can be changed, which mm -hmm. is the really fun part because that's when you feel empowered to really make some of those small decisions that lead to a bigger life experience, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. What do you do about soda? Don't touch it. We don't, we don't, none of them even big, want it, huh? Um, my husband, so my husband, in, we live in Indiana, right? Indianapolis. So IndyCar is a big thing. Um, and so he takes the boys camping around track season every year. And so last year, I think it was, he bought an actual real Coca-Cola, like the one with real sugar, not the fake flavors and like the original. And they each had a couple of sips and they're like, eh, that's good. And that was it. Um, they drink kombucha, like kombucha is our soda in our house. Like if you're going to have something other than water, um, the kids grab a kombucha. I'll be honest. I have a very high maintenance three-year-old. Um, she has sparkling water with her most of the time. <laughs> oh. Yeah. She'll go in the kitchen and grab her own little Pellegrino. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should be embarrassed or proud about this, but that, <laughs> that's their soda. So that's kind of their, their alternative, but they don't see it as an alternative because soda is not normal to us. We don't need an alternative to soda because it's just not something we use in our in our daily rhythm. See, and that's one thing I can't get. Like my husband will get on Mountain Dew kicks, and I'm like, mm. and then one time he got a Diet Coke, and I said, I'm embarrassed when you get a Diet Coke, and he's like, Why? I'm like, Well, a you're a big man drinking a Diet Coke, so I think that looks awkward. <laughs> and no offense to anyone, I don't care what anyone else drinks. I'm just judging my husband. Right. But yeah. um, and then I'm like, and then all the the fake stuff in a Diet Pop, it's just. Anyway, but the thing yeah. is, is that if you, it's not as big of a deal to some people as it is to other people. And like, that is a big deal to me. And granted, every now and then I will, like, I will have a pop every now and then. A lot of times pop is a cure for a headache and I don't get a lot of headaches, but I don't take over the counter pills. So every now and then right. if I have a little bit of Coke, then I'm fine. So yeah. I don't know. But yes, like you're right. You're, you're right. To each their own. So now let's go. Yeah. I, I love these conversations because like I said, they make me feel more normal. But <laughs> why chiropractic? How how does it differ from Western medicine? And what kind of an experience are people getting when they're going to a chiropractor versus uh, just yeah. a medical doctor? So great. So it's vitalistic versus mechanistic. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts when it comes to chiropractic. Like just because you have all of the physical parts, your bones and your muscles and your nerves and your organs, and you put them all together, 
On x-ray, you can't tell someone living from dead, right? So what makes a difference is that, that impulse, that, that ability for your brain to communicate with your body, which means that there's an energy within us that makes us greater than just the sum of all of our little parts put together. And that's the beauty that we work with is that, that beautiful vitalistic piece that really is the expression of a person's human experience. The medical model is, well, they divide everything up, right? Like you've got a cardiologist and a pulmonologist mm -hmm. and a gastroenterologist. And so they, they divide the body into bits and pieces and then focus on the small, where we focus on the big. We, when people come into my office for the first time, you know, oftentimes they'll have a, 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 a musculoskeletal reason and they'll put a big X on their neck or on their low back or whatever it is. And I make sure that every single time they're sitting in my office for their consultation, I tell them, we don't take care of the parts that you point to. We just take care of whole people and those parts take care of themselves. And people get that. They're like, oh, that makes sense. Every other person I've seen just looks or pokes at what I'm already pointing to. You go to the medical doctor with low back pain and what do they diagnose you with? Low back pain. Like you went in there telling them that it's not really helpful. Mm -hmm. And the medical model has a, a purpose. It has a place and it has a time. I was just telling a client a few minutes ago, um, she's like, have you ever taken a medication or have you ever had to take? And I said, you know what? I had an IV antihistamine 10 years ago after a bee sting because my hands swelled up so big, I couldn't adjust. So there's a time and a place, like even, even for somebody who's as holistic as our family, there's a time and a place for that type of thing, but it never fixes a problem. It covers up a symptom. Mm -hmm. And so when people come into my practice, they've usually found me because they understand our goal is to help your body heal and thrive and take better care of itself rather than just cover up a symptom with another chemical that at the end of the day, hasn't made you healthier. It's just made you less symptomatic, maybe for a short period of time. So it's the difference between fixing a problem and patching it up. And I think when you explain it that simply, it clicks for people, but it clicks in a way that they're like, well, that makes so much sense. That's not difficult to understand. Why hasn't anybody explained it to me that way before? And people, when you ask them, would you rather just cover up a symptom or fix the problem? Most of them will tell you they wanna actually fix the problem. And then there's a subset of people who really just don't care to put in the effort and the time and the work, and that's okay. Maybe that's the small little subset that chiropractic really can't touch because they're, they're okay covering up a symptom mm -hmm. until they're not. And then we're here when, when they're ready. Mm -hmm. I find it difficult like it actually makes me sad when I will get patients in and they will be on three medications for let's say depression or anxiety. And okay. so, and nicely I do ask because I want to know why, like, why are we on three things? Why are you not on one thing? Well, that didn't work. So they thought this one would work and that took the edge off, but not enough. So I had to go on another one. Okay. And I never want to judge what the medical doctor does. And I never take anyone off of their medications. That is not right. my job. But then I'll, you know, then I like to dig in nicely, like, well, if one wasn't doing the trick, three is not really doing the trick, you know, like, uh -huh. what, what else can you do to right. do that? And, and like, that kind of stuff, the everyday stress of just being a human is one thing, you know, and a lot of times people do just need support. And I was just saying this yesterday, I have a patient that comes in that I think that I might be one of their only friends. And I said, I think that Sometimes we get patients come in because we listen to them, you know, differently than other people do. And then you have some of these older patients that we're the only people who get our hands on them. They'll go to the medical doctor. They're not touched, you know, yep. maybe. Yep. And 
again, I'm 100% with you. There are certain things like you take me to the medical doctor for like, no, no questions asked. But when it comes to some of this stuff, they need interaction, they need human touch. And I really think that's where we step in and can really improve their, their life. Well, in my practice, we have a lot of professionals that are clients in our practice. We have a ton of nurses nurse practitioners, medical doctors, oral surgeons, you name it, because they realize too that that's not, that's not the route they want to take. Like they serve a purpose, but if they want to become healthy, they don't become patients of their own profession. They understand, they understand the difference. And that's a really fun thing because you can, we can get, you know, that judgmental piece in our brain. Oh, medical doctors coming in. They must just have low back pain and think I'm going to adjust them once and it's going to be fixed forever. But they don't. They come in realizing the system is broken. They come in realizing that the answer to improved health does not come in a bottle. But we have to be exposed to alternative ways of approaching it. Mm-hmm. How do we help bodies balance thyroid hormones or whatever hormones with nutrition or with better food choices or eliminating things that are triggers for our system. But it's not something taught in medical school. I mean, even chiropractic school gets into that just a little bit. You have to really dive into it. And there's many ways to look at it. But when a person realizes that what they're doing isn't creating higher levels of health, they start looking for alternatives. And I guess we're the most popular alternative out there. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's true. All right. So who should see a chiropractor? Well, any, any person with a spine, <laughs> my dog, my dogs regularly see a chiropractic veterinarian. Um, so, I mean, and he adjusts horses and farm animals and racing, racing animals and all sorts of things, but there isn't anyone who couldn't benefit. And I think that's the bottom line. Like whether you don't have to have pain, you don't have to have a diagnosed, a diagnosed issue. You don't have to be trying to get off medication. You don't have, you don't have to have any reason. My, my office manager, I heard her just a half an hour ago, take a call from a mom with a seven week old baby and the baby, she's just like, I just want my baby to grow in and develop as healthy as they can. And I heard chiropractic care could help. Amazing. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Because even if, even if that baby's health is 99%, Maybe that's 98% by year two and 97, 96, 95. Like, wouldn't you want to keep that baby's growth and development as perfect as humanly possible from day one? And of course, every mom's answer is yes. Like Mm -hmm. I I remember in practice when I, before I had my own child telling moms about how to take care of their kids. And then I actually had one and I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) advice was I giving? Did I know anything at all? Cause I, Mm -hmm. I didn't clearly, I learned from a book and that means almost nothing. Um, but when, when a person starts with chiropractic care, whether they're 10 minutes old or 100 years old, there is some benefit to be had. Mm -hmm. And so I think the goal is if you feel like there's a difference between where you are and how good it could be, then that's the gap that chiropractic fills. And if that means it fills the gap from patient that was in yesterday, we're talking about this morning. She came in, she started care maybe four, four weeks ago, could not walk, could not sit. So she was standing and swaying all day long for years. How crazy is that? For years. Hmm. Um, she came in yesterday, four weeks into care. And she said, Dr. Stacy, I write leaves for an hour and a half on Sunday. Mm. That is amazing. How do you feel? And her answer was the good kind of sore. 
finally the good kind of sore. That's the amazing stuff. So you can take somebody who's not able to work anymore, not able to sit, not able to move to feeling like they can be a productive person in their family. But you can also see the athlete who's like, I feel great. I feel good. I just don't want to be injured. I want to maximize my performance. I had an Olympic hopeful lifter come in. Um, We have people come from the ballet studio downtown because they're like, I just need to keep my body as balanced and as healthy and as neutral and at ease as I possibly can. Injury prevention. They don't have any complaints. They're optimizing. And so everybody's gap from where they are and where they want to be is different. But Mm -hmm. chiropractic can step in at any point to help improve and, and minimize that gap. I think that is such a misconception that you only go when you have pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I always tell people, by the time you have pain, you've already had the problem for so long because pain is the last symptom that you get. So you shouldn't wait. So how often do you get adjusted? Weekly. Yeah. Yeah. And my my kids weekly. Actually, my daughter's on this kick now. She thinks that she needs to be checked every night before bed, which is wonderful. But um, (laughs) she doesn't need to be adjusted every night. I just make sure she's checked and clear because that's a priority for her right now at three years old. How awesome is that? Um, But weekly... We tell clients don't go longer than two weeks in between visits because we know from a physiological perspective, if there's pressure on a nerve for two weeks or longer, the aging process starts to accelerate, which can mean arthritis, degeneration, pain and symptoms could start to present. Um, And so with our practice, all of our clients come in regularly. It's not a call when you need us type of thing. Just, it's just not how we get better results doing things on a plan and on a regular schedule, but nobody's on a plan less than every other week. And our clients, they get to a point where they're feeling great and then they stay that way. And I don't know who doesn't want that if they know that that option is available to them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What do you say to the people who are scared to get adjusted or scared to have their kids adjusted? Um, Just, just provide information. Um, I have, I have information on even, you know, I post pictures of my kids when they're getting checked because they love it. They've got a smile on their face Mm -hmm. Um, because of, uh, I think just the way our practices, some, some pediatric focused practices have a lot of kids come in and then the parents follow in our practice, the parents come in and then the kids follow most of the time. And so by that time, the parent trusts us first and foremost, you know, they've been able to ask questions, but for kids who come in, it's a super simple process. Um, the adjustments for them are fun. We, you know, compare the sound of an adjustment to the sound of popcorn in the microwave. So they're like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, did you hear that? Did you notice? Um, but for adults who are anxious about it, we also use some instrument-based adjusting techniques that don't require us to put them in positions that they're just not comfortable with. And they're just as effective of a technique. It's just a very different approach. Um, I have one client who started, oh, she's probably been here six months now, but she was a client of one of our massage therapists for two years before she made a chiropractic appointment. And when she came in, she goes, I don't know if I should be here or the ER. She goes, my hip hurts so bad. I bet you it's broken. Well, we take x-rays on all of our adult clients and there was no fracture. I wasn't concerned about that. It took her a month before her pain was gone, but she told me that she waited two years to come in because she had one experience with the chiropractic office. That was not what she anticipated. She wasn't informed of what was happening before she was adjusted. So it made her, it made her nervous. And she goes, it was a bad experience. I wasn't injured. It wasn't painful. I just didn't feel like I knew what was happening. And I didn't want to feel like a bystander. 
So it took her two years and now she's out every single day running with her dog. She's a single, single grandma outside running with her dog every day. Cause she's got more energy. And she's like, yeah, that fr- can you, she even mentioned this this week. She's like, do you remember that time I told you I thought my hip was fractured? Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember she goes, how crazy was that, that I had that much pain and now I have none, none, no pain whatsoever. So it's fun to see stories like that, but sometimes the stories are smaller. Sometimes the wins are the fact that, oh, wow, my kid made it through the whole winter without a cold or a sniffle or a sneeze. Awesome. Oh, um, how about my child used to have ear infections three or four times every winter. And now since starting care here, they've had zero. Mm-hmm. The things you can't count, right? That's, that's the biggest gift of chiropractic is how many colds did we prevent? How many how many falls did we prevent because people were more balanced on their feet? How many, you know, how many headaches did we prevent because their cervical spine was in a more perfect position and there was less tension on their muscles. Can't count those things that didn't happen, but I bet if we could, that would be the biggest story of chiropractic. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. I like how you said that she had a bad experience. And so then she came to you, had a different experience chiropractors are all very different. So if you go to a dentist, you don't like, you'll just go find another dentist and you won't even think twice about it. You go to a chiropractor, you might never go again, or it's going to take you years to go, but they are all, they really are so different. And, and just in complete transparency, a lot of times I live in small rural North Dakota. So a lot of times I do see people only when they hurt, you know, like I got a day off of the tractor I'm coming, which, you know, which is fine. It is not like people need to realize too, you need to find what works, works for you. And if getting oh, yeah. tested once a month works or every other week works, that's what you need to go yep. with. And they shouldn't feel, you know, don't feel like you have to follow what your best friend is doing. You have to find out what's best for you. And, yeah. and, and that's, isn't that the nice part about it? Because it's not a one size fits all. No. And you know what, I think, you know, with all of our clients, it's customized recommendations. It's, there is no one size fits all there. There's that simply doesn't exist. And for clients who are like that, cause I had a practice in North Dakota for 10 years. I know what it's like when you're in rural North Dakota and you can't get in any care is better than no care. Yes. One adjustment is better than zero in your lifetime. I know you'll be better off even if you're not coming in regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, the goal is optimal health and function, mm-hmm. but it's the same with food. Like it depends on what resources do you have? Do you have a spouse who likes to help you cook? Or do you have somebody, to, you know, what access do you have to organic food? All of those things come into play. But at the end of the day, you're always better off with some versus none. You're better off with one healthy meal out of the week rather than zero healthy meals out of the week. It's mm-hmm. always going to give you that one step ahead that you wouldn't have had otherwise. I think that seeing patients more regularly like you do would be more beneficial because I think if, if you were to see a patient in your clinic, I, I'm assuming this would be the same for you. This is how it was for me. If I had a patient that came in every two weeks, but maybe for a month we or two months, they, can, they have this exact pain that does not go away, you're going to start digging into it a little more. Mm-hmm. When you see a patient let's say in January with low back pain, and then you see them in November again with low back pain. Okay. I mean, what happened between then and now probably just low back pain, but sometimes they need more diagnostic work done, but we can't, we, we're never going to figure that out if we don't see people more regularly. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like exercise. Like if you've got 50 pounds to lose, Going to the gym when you've got time is going to get you a very different result than going to the gym three or four times a week. 
mm-hmm. regularly. It's consistency that pays off at the end of the day, whether it be, I mean, some people, the examples I give of this make people laugh because that puts them at ease and helps them understand in a way that doesn't feel like I'm judging you. Like this is your life and your body and your health and your choice. You get to decide what to do. I'm just here to give you my best recommendations mm-hmm. and tell you what's worked for me. And so sometimes I'll tell people, it's kind of like showering. Like one adjustment is like, I mean, you can't just shower once and you're good for the rest of the week. It doesn't work mm-hmm. that way. The same with chiropractic. Like one adjustment is better than none. One shower is better than zero. Right. But it's only going to last you so long because you're using your body. There are three things that cause you to need regular maintenance in your health, whatever, whether it's chiropractic care or whether it's nutrition or exercise or sleep, physical stress, chemical stress, emotional stress. And we all have all three of them every single day. Mm-hmm. When people have more stress in their life, they need to do more positive things to help balance that out. Most people, like if they're having a Mountain Dew or if they're eating drive through food, they're not going to respond as well to my adjustment as if they go home and eat a healthy meal and exercise. There's just a, what you do makes a difference in how your body will respond. And so some people will have more of an advantage if they put more effort toward those things. And so it's all about perspective. And just helping people see how those little choices add up to make a really big difference. When you, you, you and your husband adjust each other? Mm-hmm. Okay. So is there any, like, I can't adjust my husband because he tries to tell me what to do. So he goes to school, <sighs> why not? And then that chiropractor texted me and said, you need to start adjusting, you know, your husband. And I'm like, why you, why would you say that to me? Because- huh. I think he needs one type of adjustment. He uh-huh. wants a different type of adjustment. That's not uh-huh. how I adjust. So all it is is a, a fight, uh-huh. but uh, it's good that you guys can adjust each other because that makes it a lot easier. I have, oh, see, I also have the advantage that my brother-in-law is a chiropractor hmm. um, and we're very close with a lot of the chiropractors in the area here. But even my daughter, my sister-in-law picks her up from school on Mondays and they go to my brother-in-law's office. So last night when I got her from my sister-in-law, she goes, mama, Uncle Cool adjusted me, new adjustments. It was amazing. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. Because I'm not the best chiropractor for my daughter. Like I'm so close to her. Right. And she'll tell me where to adjust. Mama, don't turn my head that way. Turn my head that way. I'm like, who's in charge here, young lady? But she is. She's three. And that's how that's who rules the house. Um, and so it's it's important to have somebody that has that objective view yeah. rather than, I mean, for the first year, it was really hard for me to check or adjust her at all because I was so close to her. So mm-hmm. there are times where I'll tell my husband, go see your brother or use the mm-hmm. chiropractic table in the basement when he's over this weekend, because he's going to do a better job adjusting you than I will. Absolutely. And that's with my kids. I will adjust my own kids, but as far as, you know, I do a lot of supplements and nutrition in my office, but I do have a naturopath. I like to take them to, because sometimes you got blinders on, you know, when you're not seeing the whole picture. And I even tell like my 10 year old, he complains, something hurts every day. He needs something adjusted every single day. And I said, the problem is, is that sometimes you're really going to be hurt. And I'm not even going to know because every day you make me adjust something, which I'm glad that he likes to be adjusted, but at the same time, I could miss something because I'm so used to your complaining. Yes. Uh, yes. It's like my daughter these days, every single night she thinks she needs to be checked. Glad she loves it. Glad she's in tune. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I, I can see that from that perspective as well. And it is, it is kind of 
addicting to get adjusted. So I will hear a lot of people say, well, I'm not going to get adjusted because then I have to get adjusted all the time. And I always say, you don't have to get adjusted all the time, but now you're going to know what it feels like to feel better. So you're going to want to get adjusted all the time. There are two things um, that I tell all my new clients. So there are two things that we hear most frequently when people get started with a regular program of care. Number one, I didn't know chiropractic care could help with, and then fill in the blank because people get all sorts of improvements that they never came in for were anticipated. Oh my goodness. My digestive system is working so much better. I didn't tell you there was a problem. How did you know? I don't have to know what's wrong with you to know how to adjust you. You could fill out zero paperwork, tell me nothing. And I would still know exactly how to adjust you. And your body always heals in the order of highest priority. You might come into me because of right hip pain over and over and over again. But when I get you adjusted, your body frees up enough reparative energy that it's taking care of your heart or your lungs or your spleen. I don't know. That's your body's decision. I can't choose where the adjustment goes. Just because I'm adjusting your right hip doesn't mean it affects your right hip. It's like tuning a guitar, right? You move all the the strings at the very, very top with the little knobs, but the string all the way down sounds different. That's how the neurology works too. And it's how I explain instrument-based adjusting to people that makes it click, click and makes it make sense. But I didn't know chiropractic care could help with is that first thing. And then the second thing is I'd forgotten what good felt like. Because so many people are walking around thinking that what they've got is just what they've been dealt and it's what they have to live with and it's as good as it gets until they feel better. And they're like, wow, I can't believe I walked around for how many years without doing a few simple things that could make me feel good again. Moms who come in and they're like, oh my gosh, I barely can outlast my kids before I have to go to bed before they do at night. Well, first of all, if you need that self-care and extra sleep, go to bed. But Mm -hmm. second of all, you don't want to feel like that. You don't want to feel like you're the one that's keeping your family from going for the the walk in the evening or from staying up and playing, you know, another Scrabble game or whatever it might be. It's, It's important that you feel like you are at your best and you instinctually know when you're not, but most people just get stuck there and they don't know what to do or it feels too overwhelming where there are so many options that they get stuck in just analysis paralysis. Well, that's, that's kind of our job is to help filter through that, right? Like what's step number one? Well, if you start eating super, super healthy food, but the nerve to your stomach can't digest or absorb it, it's really not going to be that helpful. So chiropractic always comes as number one. If, if you're not taking care of your nervous system, the rest of it can't be as beneficial as it would be if your nervous system was in tune. But then what is step number two? Is it removing dairy? Is it removing gluten? Are you consuming food dyes that are affecting your child's ability to pay attention in school? You know, how many multivitamins out there have food coloring in them? Mm-hmm. It's insane, the stuff that, <laughs> that we think we're, we might be doing that's healthy. So as chiropractors like, you know, as, and primary care physicians, how do we help a client filter through that in a stepwise manner that makes it feel attainable, that makes it feel doable and not so overwhelming? And that's the fun part is to really see when people get started with regular chiropractic care, they're like, well, I'm investing my time and my money in this. So I might as well now start eating healthier. So I get even more out of my investment. I'm going to start walking in the evening instead of sitting on the couch. So I get more out of my investment. And people, once they've got one thing that they can really hold on to as this is what I'm doing for myself, all of those extra positives start to filter in because they want to get the most out of it. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right. I think it is overwhelming, but if you go to a big chain store and you go down, I do this a lot and I always take a picture of it. Like I'm going to post it and I just should, but all the vitamins and supplements Mm -hmm. that are just packed 
in those shelves. Mm-hmm. They are reading Woman's World or whatever, I know. Or something random, and they are told yeah. that they need to take X, Y, and Z. So they go and buy it off of the shelf. And so then, yeah. And again, like you, you don't know better. You can't do better unless you know better, right? Yeah. So we just assume that if they're selling it, it is a good product. It is going to help me. And and I will tell people, don't just be buying stuff off the shelves because you don't know how it's made. A lot of that stuff has plastics in it. You know, mm-hmm. you're not digesting. It's really not helping you. So I'd really rather you not even, you don't, if you don't want to spend the extra $10 or whatever it is, just stop taking what you're taking because it could actually be worse. The number of clients who I've, they've, you know, they list off their supplements. I'm like, you know what? bring them in. Let me see what you're doing. I'm not going to recommend something if you're taking something good quality already. And the number of times where that giant grocery bag full of supplements, I'm like, I hate to tell you this, but I would rather you put this all in the garbage and take nothing. And the people who do that are like, how is it that all these supplements I thought were taking and helping me was actually making me feel awful. I know. Or even like a multivitamin. We don't do a lot of multivitamins because we, we focus on the food component first, like get those vegetables in your system and you'll be fine. But if you take a multivitamin and you look at the label and let's just say you grab one from, you know, big box store and you grab one from a natural physician's office, one of them will say 5,000% of the daily allowance of a whole bunch of things. And one of them will say like 80, 90 or hundred percent. Well, the average consumer is going to look at that. If they're the same price and they'll be like, well, it makes sense to get 5,000% rather than 100%. But if you take a step back and you, you think, well, why on earth would they put 5,000% of my daily allowance in there? Do I even need 5,000% of my daily allowance? Well, it's usually because the product is so low in absorbability that they know you're not going to absorb all of that. You might absorb a fraction of that, which also tells me it's probably synthetic. And so it's just simple knowledge like that, like knowing what questions to ask. We do a new client info session in our office every week. And I tell people, here's why you need to come. You need to come so I can answer the questions you don't yet know to ask me. Because you don't know what you don't know. So you can't ask the questions that you should. So I'm going to tell you what you should be asking and give you the answers right off the bat. So you can get a head start in making progress, feeling like you understand your recommendations, and knowing what things you can be doing at home just to help your system thrive. I love it. So what would you, what would you say as a closing message for people um, who maybe have not seen a chiropractor before? Um, find someone you trust that sees a chiropractor they like. That's the best way to find a, a chiropractor that you're going to feel confident with as a personal referral. So if you know somebody going, ask them questions, go with them to an appointment. Like a lot of people just have that anxiety of the unknown go with them to an appointment. I tell clients all the time, bring your friends. I had a whole family start care last week because a friend brought them with to their appointment. They're like, this is awesome. This is not what I thought. So excited. I'm so ready to be here. Um, but if you haven't, if you haven't been seen by a chiropractor, there is absolutely a gap between where you are and where you could be. And if you're motivated to fill it, that's the first step to take. I love it. Well, I appreciate you popping on today. And I think This was educational and entertaining. And lots of fun. Thank you for having me. It was good to see you. It's been a long time.